Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. We are joined remote today from Stillwater. Is that right? Yep, Stillwater, Oklahoma. All right. We got Wade Ed Stanley in with us. Uh, we got Jonathan Grissom with more bands. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. I'm always here. So, <laughs> Well, uh, Wade, uh, mm-hmm. introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Uh, what do what, oh, what you got I, going uh... on out there in Stillwater, America? Oh, not much. And, uh, cause I, it's, I, uh, my name is Wed Ed Stanley. I do, uh, basically I call it an Instagram comic and it's a lot of people get confused by that thinking like, you know, I'm doing superheroes and crap, but really I'm just finding images and juxtaposing with each other in some sort of sequence, which makes it a comic. So basically literally the Instagram page you find me at is the final product. Oh, okay. There's not like, I'm not exactly selling anything. I'm just like, I just make it, it's out there, I'm done with it. And the best way to explain it, because uh, I did it last year, I made sure to do it once a day, every day. So even when people get curious about it, I always say, uh, just point out a date, and I explain everything about those pictures to you on that date. Like one example I like to do, like just random date, January 6th, 2021. I was going to ask, do, you, do your comics kind of roll in with like social commentary and stuff like that, or is it just kind of random ideas? It is kind of random, like, because oddly enough, it, at that day, it did. Here, let me show, let, let me pull it up on the share screen. Can I do that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you should be able to. Yeah, so, I can, let's say January 6th. Okay, there I, There's really no commentary on that. Can you see this? Yeah. It's uh, January 6th, 2021. It's uh, three photos, or three photos, three pictures of, uh, I just found from the internet of something I was doing that day. Like, uh, I was reading a book called uh, I Will Follow You in the Dark by um rachel mcnamara she's the she's the one that kind of discovered to kind of found a way to catch the golden state killer that's what she's oh, famous okay. for okay other other than being pat and oswald's wife that's what she's famous right for. right right so i got a picture of her on the front because i i enjoyed it and crap i wish i could share the screen with you guys and show you uh we we'll 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 search it and we'll pull it up and and share it with the people um but is that kind of your main your main channel? Is is visual arts or uh, talking a little bit? Are you a musician too? Or are you working with the bands yeah. around that area? Like what all? What yeah, all? Yeah, like, uh, you we, get into? Oh no, we just have okay. Your, do you no, see we actually have your screen oh, okay, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah now it's, okay, yeah. cool. Like yeah, it's the best way to explain it. Now, okay, you got that message from you now. Sorry, you're in my phone now. I got to no. get on. Oh, it's gonna get all black on me now. Sorry. Oh, this is all new. We've never done this on the show like this before. I didn't know you could. Right, yeah, because that's one thing I was really worried about. I'm such a visual artist. Recording or, in progress. Yeah, I see, because yeah, it's recording it. Okay, Let's see if I can find it. But sorry, yeah, I've just done so much. That's one thing about your, your pre-interview questions I really enjoyed. You asked me if I was international or if I was uh, in, in Oklahoma. And it kind of made me kind of put a smile on my face. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm a 
dumb guy from Oklahoma. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, most of the guys we've had on the show, um, I usually don't try to dig too deep on the on the questions leading up to it because uh, most of the time I'm meeting people for the very first time on the show, so it, I think that oh. comes through a lot better for a podcast format than doing the, you know call response question answer and just yeah. go down a list that's not really do fun. a little loose yeah I, I get that but yeah it's just okay here we are this is how i explain it this is one picture i did or one day post i did i call it a panel because comic books are divided or comics comics are divided in panels this is one panel and you can see what's all in this panel this is rachel mcnamara who got the golden state killer um this is kurt cobain i think i did this because the the batman trailer came out with that nirvana song on it so i went on a big nirvana kick for a mm. little bit and of course i have to reference batman and this is a instagram page called humans of new york that gets some great photos of people in new york and the one thing i really like about this post because i had a friend named michael after i moved to stillwater and got on instagram nope oh, not her uh after i moved to stillwater and got on instagram he uh he told me he asked me like out loud, "Where's my blue check mark?" And I'll show you right there. There's the blue check mark <laughs> by a guy named Billy Jensen. It's official, man. Yeah, I don't know who the hell this guy was, and I had to look it up. He, uh, the thing about Rachel McNamara, which is kind of sad, and especially for Oklahoma, because I still see the opioid crisis real oh, bad, especially in Stillwater. Oh yeah. Oh, I see. Norman, Norman, stuff. we got all kinds of drugs in Norman, but the uh, opioids, yeah. opiates. That's been a, a ride for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. And it's like it's and I see people who make a profit off of it, too, just in the weirdest, sick ways. And it just it puts, you know, it breaks my heart. But uh, she died suddenly from opioids. It, it's so it was sad because she never developed an addiction to it. It was just one of the first times she did it and she just passed out, died. Yep. Billy Jensen here came in and finished her book. I'll follow you in the dark. So I had the author of the book of that day I was reading like my stuff on January 6, 2021. And so that's just proof that my ass was nowhere near Washington, D.C. <laughs> on January 6, 2021. And as an Oklahoman, I'm quite proud to say that because there's a lot oh, of us shit. who can't. But there's the proof. I was reading this book. The author of the book even liked it. Vouch for me. I was nowhere near that place. <laughs> I try to avoid Washington D.C. even in the best of circumstances. <laughs> it's a, it's a, as in like visually wise or aesthetic wise, it's a really cool place. Just you know, it's full of all those people. It's that full of those there. people, yeah, <laughs> that work there. <laughs> no one likes you know, and they're not the. You know, we vote for them, but you don't exactly like them. That's a conversation me and a buddy had this week. He was like, you know. I don't think you'll ever see an honest man get elected into office because nobody that's really good and honest wants that fucking job, honestly. I think it's right. But, I mean, somebody's got to do it, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great point. No one honestly wants the job unless they're a big liar. Yeah. But you – in the because one thing I try – I do try to put space between, like, current events and what I post because the one thing I really did learn about doing current events is is it really dates the work. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back and watch some old episodes of South Park and some of the stuff they make fun of, you have to really explain it to people right. you're watching. It. Yeah. Especially this is you're like Alien Gonzalez from 1999. This is the joke they're making. And I got my, you know, 14 year old nephew has no idea why it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh crap. I, oh, his sister, my sister doesn't listen. 
podcast. We'll be fine. But and yeah, I got like Nina Simone right there. I got uh, Ava Green. Here's the here's a political one. I believe this is one of the representatives for us who got really scared during the the Capitol siege. Hmm. And that's someone and. I forgot which actress that is, but yeah, that's really what I do. Uh, I really do appreciate you guys giving me the exposure, but it's pretty simple. Uh, I can lie, my new thing now, and go back up here. My new thing now is trying to add some uh, uh, my lettering to it, trying to work on lettering. So do you stick with like dialogue. you stick with like the two color or you know, at least uh, minimal colors and just like more of the bold bold shapes? It seems like that's kind yeah. of uh kind of the style you got going there yeah because the way i like to think about it is uh I, everyone tells me i'm always right so this is me trying to get something wrong for once <laughs> well that's a hell of a problem to have man i gotta be honest yeah i know it sucks <laughs> and actually that's probably something i should i should come out and say like let me come out of the closet and tell basically all my friends who are listening to this all if i have uh, all my friend family that i just kind of learned this about myself not to get too serious i don't mirror like facially, and it's kind of a trait that a lot of people on the spectrum autism disorder or spectrum have. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know what you mean when you say that. You're, you don't mirror, or, or what was that? I don't mirror. Let me let me show you here. Okay, am I back yet? Yeah. You see me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. My facial expressions. You're not going to figure out what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. It's constant poker face. So, uh, I mean, uh, I guess traditionally it would be called a stoic. Yeah, maybe. It's it, it's difficult. To, it's just one of those things I've kind of realized by myself that makes it difficult to live with because people always just think I'm, I have another agenda. Oh, everybody I'm thinks a, I'm pissed off all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm yeah. having a great day. But <laughs> you asking me what's bothering me all the time is kind of bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bothered till you showed up. Right, man. man. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, that guy's an asshole. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> so what are some of the connections you have uh, between Stillwater and Norman here? I know uh, okay. basically you kind of learned about us through some of the bands we've had on, and, and you've had connections with them. Or um, I know you mentioned the the uh, Mary Walkers yeah. and some of those uh, Norman bands. I mean, who who all of you you uh, familiar with around these parts? Well, in these parts, I uh, I know I listened. I went back and listened to some of the older episodes you had before Mary Walkers, but I started on Mary Walkers. I've just been following ever since, and you guys have some some great stuff. I'm really enjoying it. But I really enjoyed the broke ass radio episode. Uh, yeah, they're 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 one of our our people. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like I, yeah. Uh, no, no, Nolan, <laughs> Nolan, wearing <laughs> a shirt right now. 40. Yeah. <laughs> Before he even really got into it, one of the places he really got his start or he hung out with around when he was younger with me was this place called BookBeat. Hmm. It was a bookstore that just allowed anyone and everyone to play it on a show if you just go up and ask him. That's really kind of something I really, I really enjoyed about that place and enjoyed about Shiloh who ran it. He just say he just said fuck it let's throw everything on the wall yeah and that's why I really enjoyed about I liked about him and Nolan who was such a great such a great friend to have or such a cool guy. Like he will talk you under the table about anything. He oh likes. yeah. Nolan's a good dude, man. We had yeah. him on a psychotic reaction, I guess, which yeah. turned into having broke ass radio on and everything. It's, it's cool how everything is kind of connected, but it's, mm-hmm. it's also weird. I was, how, I was weird. You guys didn't get Bobby or Robert. 
because he's the one. It's usually Robert and Nolan just all together. And of course, no one could talk like no one else. But it was just I was surprised that Bobby didn't. Oh, we only guys. had two of them for that one, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I think the other one had to work or something. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah it's hard nice. to get four or five members on a single. Yep. You know, <clears throat> but that, that sounds like him. I mean, it's 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 just cool that as connected as everything is, it's it still can be like you're only two degrees of separation from somebody, but you, all next to impossible to get a hold of them sometimes too. It's it's just weird how things kind of flow in the local music scene. And like, I, I, cause uh, when I was in it, when we were doing plaid rabbit, it all went through MySpace. Oh, back in the day. Disturb- yeah. <laughs> Disturb- <laughs> you, you stopped at like 2006, right? That's when uh, around then. Yeah. 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 That's when we popped in with plaid rabbit. My friend Lauren, just, he would get grounded in high school and he would just sit there with his dad's recording equipment and come up with some great stuff. Even now, he's kind of like settled down a little bit, wife, kids. But I promise you, he's sitting on a gold mine right now. <laughs> great stuff. That's like you, you get him on here, he will. Yeah, he was a, the he was the keyboardist for the Kamals. Okay, that's that's a hell of a punishment for a kid. Yeah, just go. You're oh, grounded, punishment. so go play with all this uh, very expensive recording <laughs> equipment. And it actually, that's the one thing that really kind of set him off because that's uh, that's 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 what happened. The conservatory came up to him on MySpace, which like we well, like to play a show. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he didn't, of course, have a band with him, so he had to get uh, he had to get like me, my friend Phil. Phil's a great guy, another person would be great on the show, um, and uh, and Brad, Brad Nance, who is is uh, also went on to do Kamal's. But we just went out there and played, and it was it was great. It was it was probably one of the some some of the best fun I've ever had, and I'm nothing but thankful for having it. And yeah, great guys. I'd go to hell and back for those guys. So, how long have you been in Stillwater and working in uh, kind of out of that area? Around, I moved here around like 2015, 2016, around that time. So I, knew, I know, like when I moved to Stillwater, is when I kind of gave up on Facebook and just moved <laughs> to Instagram, and then that's when. I was just like, well, I could just do this and I don't really have to share much of my life. I could just share just basically my thoughts and what I come up with, which is fun. So that's why I really do enjoy Instagram because it has the setup I, I like. To, that's why I can call it a comic because there's all those panels just back and back to each other, juxtaposed and showing each other. And it's not so much there's a story, but even now, here, I'll do another, I'll do a camera thing. Show you, I'm in my studio now, or the place I do all this stuff. Oh, okay. See here, I keep them up here so I could really get an idea of where I'm at right now. And all these photos I have here, and I can exp- I can sit there and go through all of them if you want. Like this one's a fun one. This is a uh, this is a transgender from Lubbock, Texas, <laughs> that uh, with a gun. No, <laughs> it was a Lubbock, Texas transgender with a gun. I'm definitely going to do that. So I was friends with their sister, who's this one here, Avery, with the another gun. with the wine and the gun. Actually, that's one of her <laughs> nicknames I have for her is the sniper because she's really quiet. But but if she does speak, she's giving you shit, and it's just hard. But yeah, even though it's weird, I have this transgender here, and I have this transgender Sunny from the movie um, Dog Day Afternoon. So if you if you follow my stuff, you know I'm a huge movie fan. And I have another movie series here, but here's the ones I'm actually going to post today. And I wanted to show, like, wanted to explain what exactly what I do now is I'm working on my lettering, as you can see. Yeah, yeah. 
people can read it because if you see my handwriting it's garbage absolute garbage here in this way i just figured if you don't know what to write just take from shakespeare uh, yeah yeah <laughs> i got the idea to do uh the once more onto the breach idea from a one of, from an instagram model by the name of taylor rain she uh she also cuts my hair and it was fun to sit there and cut my hair and get her perspective on what exactly she adds to Instagram. She's always one of those fun friends I meet at a party who tells me they're a model. And I, of course, I don't believe them. Then like a few weeks later, I found them on Instagram. Like, oh, you're actually a model. That's neat. <laughs> yeah. So I have the sequence here. Here's part of it. Here's another part of it. And of course, I'm showing like like differences. Like here is my friend Don, who... uh who I believe he's actually played Norman Music Fest. He's uh, the drummer for Lust Online. Hmm. That doesn't ring a bell. I'll look him up, though. What were they called? You, it's Lust Online, he would be a fun guest to have. If you have him, I will drive him to your house and get him <laughs> on there for you. He would be a fun one. Um, yeah, and here's up. like the sequences <laughs> where I do like five pictures all at once, and I mix them in with these. I call them portraits, like cover art. Like here's a model I found. Model I found. This here is a... Uh, uh, Zach Casca's brother. Last time I saw him, he want he was also he's also a pretty good artist. He's a big Justin Rowland fan, the Rick and Morty stuff. Oh yeah. And I would love if he started doing House of Cosby stuff, which is a another cartoon Justin Rowland did that's absolutely genius. Uh, here's some eyes I really like doing some weird stuff. Of course, I'm, I'm talking about all this and it's so visual. And uh, here's my friend Ashley, who is that who actually met while doing this. She uh, she's one of the first people to reach out and said, "I really enjoyed your stuff." And we just got to talking. We worked together, and she's probably just like you know the friend I text every day and like the office mate. Like, did you see the circle last night? Like, yeah, the circle was crazy. Some stupid reality show, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying my best to make it fit the Instagram style because one of the last ones I learned on was this one here for the the scream mask. Right. If you look back at it, the way uh, it was paneled or the way it was cropped, it just misses most of the picture. You get mostly this. Yeah, that you know, Instagram sucks when it comes to that kind of stuff, yeah. man. Now that's why that's what I'm really working on is like pulling it back and get it to fit. And this is I'm so proud of this one. Scream Five, the newest, was amazing. And yeah, it's just that's exactly all it is. What I do when it comes to Instagram, but when you come to music, oh, that story is a lot longer. And it starts in earlier date than 2016. It starts on a – sorry, let me switch it back on to facing me. I hate all those visual gags. I do. But uh, it starts in the year 1995. There was this band that came into my elementary school, and they had, like, this weird mix of, uh, like, the Lawrence brothers, like the three Lawrence brothers and Kurt Cobain. They, like, mixed together, mm -hmm. and they taught us the dangers of poison ivy. It kind of bored me a little bit because I, I was a Cub Scout at the time. I knew all about Poison Ivy. I was well-trained in the dealing with Poison Ivy. But this band came in, and I guess that's the excuse they had uh, for an education system to bring this band in to play in front of us. And it was, it was they were really good. They, played, I, they ended up playing several shows at our elementary schools. And uh, what was their name again? Hanson. That was oh, their name. Oh, boy. Mbop, huh? Um no, no, there was no Oombop once. You know, like how many Hanson concerts I've seen, and they've seen Oombop? Not fucking once. They've seen Oombop. I wouldn't either. Time if 95. it was me, I wouldn't either. Neither. Oh, Oombop's a great song. You put that on, it makes everyone happy. It it instantly gets caught in everybody's head. 
Yeah. I don't know if happy is. <laughs> Does not make you happy? Like, maybe not, make maybe not the exact uh, phrase I'd use, but. Okay, I even like now, it's like I'll do a visual happy joke. Like here, if you look at my shirt, uh, you want to take a guess on who that is. <clears throat> that looks like Nicolas Cage with some freakishly long hair in uh-huh. a Superman outfit. Exactly, because it is Nicolas Cage <laughs> wearing a Superman outfit. This is a real photo. It's not some fake one. Uh, Tim Burton was working on the film. I read about yeah, that. Yeah, you cast Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and this is one of the behind-the-scenes things that eventually got out. And I'm like, I need this on a shirt. <laughs> I need to tell everyone about this. And thank God that movie yeah. didn't work out. Oh, no. I want that movie to really? work out. I, I still do, yes. He he ended up did playing uh, Superman in one of the, the cartoon shows. Wow. He did the voice on one of them. Yeah, but no, like if you think about it, it's a film directed by Tim Burton. Well, So if you go with the whole... Yeah, like, he, he goes pretty far out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he does. Like you go with the whole world building. Like if you think about it, Michael Keaton, if he needed Superman's help, he would call Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I want to see that. <laughs> How is that not a happy idea? That's the Mbop of Batman movies. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I would uh, probably uh, accept Nicolas Cage um, more readily than I did Ben Affleck. I actually like Ben Affleck. Oh, that was ben, Batman, I just did a podcast from doing the, from doing the last Batman movie, and this will turn into a three-hour event if I start talking about Batman. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you guys have the time on a Saturday. No, I hear. No. I got nothing else going on. <laughs> well, we can we can get down on some Batman, but okay. Music, Hanson, nineteen ninety five. That was the first time I saw like a a local band kind of make it. And like two years later, they had Umbop. Yeah, and it was just so neat. Like these guys were in elementary school. These guys like had the same science teacher as me. It was just weird, and. From there, I, I uh, from there, I just didn't do any music. I, of course, I just did like comic books, Star Wars, all that jazz. But it was like then, like when I was thirteen, I heard Nirvana's "Live Unplugged" in that's New York. Good album. That's that was the one. I'm like, I want a guitar. That's it, one thing I really do like about him is he uses his guitar as a percussion instrument. Yeah, I really do kind of dig that. And well, he had uh, Nirvana too. Was very simple songs. I mean, they really wrote pop structured yeah. songs i mean it was it was rock and roll it was a lot more aggressive but when you look at how they're structured it's very easy to play so very very good to learn on on nirvana yeah come sorry it's best out the ukulele okay, so excited i know you guys want music but i don't know if you want me playing it or not where uh <laughs> when did where did you start with me would you start on the guitar is that the instrument you started on yeah I did start on the guitar, uh, acoustic guitar. I wrote the dumbest songs, and I never got to name any of my songs. It's always all of my friends. Like, the Kamals named all of my songs. I got to name none of theirs. Like, I, I apparently, I named their band. I know for a fact the reason why their band's name is Kamals is because of me. Of course, they'll deny this. But I know River <laughs> and Brad, the one joke they had around that time, every time I rode them, around, I drove them around to like the shows and stuff, they always said my car smells like Kamal and ass. <laughs> well, there you go. They even said like it's it smells like straight up Kamal and ass back here, Wade. I'm like, well, smoke some cigarettes and cover it up, buddy. I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> and sure enough, like months later, they have this band named the Kamals, and it kind of clicked. The reason why it smells like Kamal and ass because those Kamal and asses were back there, fucking <laughs> sitting there. And they end up becoming the Kamals. It was, you know, it was great. 
So yeah, they'll deny it, but the reason why they named it is because of the smell of my car. <laughs> what was your first band experience, man? Uh, junior high, it was the Tree Hugging Hippies. Then uh, oh, high school and all that. I don't really count that. But when it comes to getting into the to the live performance, it was Plaid Rabbit. And really what that was was uh, Lauren Williams is a great songwriter. Again, get him on here. You'll have the gold to show you. Yeah, he was just the songwriter. We backed him up. It was kind of like this stoner stoner rock stuff like in the queens of stone age kind of angle yeah well, and, like, and kind of those years that was like the popular stuff yeah you know kind of yeah, like the, 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 the songs for the death that, that really kind of messed up my friends and way all of our stuff happens you can you can still kind of hear it with the uh, with uh, uh the mary walkers and their other band the newest uh turbo wizard please get them on there i, haven't I will i will them. i will drop some value on that episode I'll put twenty bucks down. Are they Oklahoma band or? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they're uh, they're because that's what really happened with the Kamals. They kind of split. Uh, I don't really know why. I, I have an idea, but it's not like I can't confirm it. But they kind of split, and they uh, like years later is when the Mary Walkers happened. Then uh, Turbo Wizard happened at the same time. They have this great song on Bandcamp called Shitty Wizard. It's oh. Beautiful song, I love it. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. uh, that'd be a great one. I, I worked with him for about a few years, and he ended up living with me. I remember you guys talking about having the drummer on your couch. I had the lead singer on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a mattress, but like stupid us, me and him like didn't realize we put it in front of the door, which got really drafty. So he like asshole. literally laid in front of all this wind for like years. <laughs> I feel bad because I never thought like, hey, move the mattress. But then again, he never thought that either. So it's just one of those, we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so how, I mean, when you go to Stillwater, I mean, I've been through Stillwater and is there much of a scene in Stillwater? I mean, as far as getting out into like rock and roll, I mean, I know there's a red dirt and country and all that uh, kind oh, of they born love that. from that area, but. Um, oh yeah. I, I have to, you have to respect the turnpike curvadors when you're, when oh, you're yeah. in Stillwater. Yeah. You get your ass whooped if you don't. Is that kind of the um, popular sound? That kind of more acoustic, uh, yeah, red dirt. Yeah, because I actually live across the street from uh, Willie Saloon, which has an open mic on Sundays, and I just—I'm not saying I got the courage to do it, but I, I just know it was basically a bunch of drunk kids wanting me to do Freebird over and over again, <laughs> which I can do it. I just don't want to. No, yeah, nobody wants to play that. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Great. Song. I love the song, but I mean, yeah, when people yell know. it out, I'm just like, "All right, I'll play the chords, but I'm not playing the solo. I'm just going to hammer out oh. these four chords for 15 minutes, and you guys can just like it." <laughs> I'll also go and just do the. I'll do the the Dave Grohl like the beatbox solo. <laughs> uh, how's that? What's the chords again on the? Oh fuck, I don't like, know. Yeah. No, that's a uh, that's another one. like a hundred different songs man yeah uh, <laughs> i think i was doing stairway there for a second sorry but uh yeah do the chords and then while i was doing the mr leg or while i was doing the, the plaid rabbit stuff i moved i started doing a little bit of like producing which really i just gathered my friends recordings on myspace and what i can find outside of myspace and put them into a cd i could sell at guest room records and of course, I didn't really sell much. Here's the first one here. And I know that I put the whole album on Bandcamp. So if you're interested, just go to Bandcamp. And if you can just go through every single one of them, and I can explain every single one of these artists to you. But that's going to take another three hours or so. 
And here's the second one I did. And this one I'm really proud about because this is the one I uh, I broke even on. What was that called? That's, I can't quite see it. Oh, sorry. Mr. Leghorn is volume Mr. two. Leghorn. Okay, cool. Leghorn presents music volume two. And this one, that's actually my niece there being a little creepy baby. Now she's 22. So, but oh. um, yeah, it's just, this is the first time I've ever in the local, I did something local music scene and I, uh, I ended up breaking even. And I was just really proud about that. You know, I did the numbers in my head. <laughs> I spent this much money and I got that much money back. That's just, wow. I felt like I actually accomplished something. Especially locally. Here. Yeah. Most of the yeah. time that's a losing endeavor. And you know that before you even invest the money to go in and record. Yeah. It was just great. I felt like Roger Corman. I just like pulled some talented people together, gave them very little money and they gave me gold. You know, I, I really do. Uh, I really do appreciate everyone who helped out with that. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun. And um, another thing. Oh, because I called you guys for help with finding the El Paso hot button now. Yeah. Any I, idea? Anyone come to you on that? I uh, think Jonathan had luck. I didn't have any luck. Yeah, with- it was that, that just that one information that I sent you. But, like, the uh, I never had nobody, like, message me and be like, oh, yeah, it's this. Other than that a friend was like, yeah, that guy does film. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And then I sent you who he was, but like, I he hasn't been active on Facebook in a long time. I don't know where he's active. Like, we're not. I, I don't know if you're talking about me about that active on Facebook because I quit it too. But yeah, yeah, he. Uh, I I didn't have the heart to tell you guys. I already knew who it was. He asked oh, okay. me a bunch of information. I kind of already down, and I was just like, okay, thanks, guys. Like. That's why I was really nervous about this interview. Like, you guys do your research very well. Uh, we just, honestly, we tried. We, we put the word out with kind of our local scene here, too. If anybody has this album or heard of it, reach out. And we just, we oh, haven't had please. any luck. I mean, I have, I have a bunch of... I have, button, Buffalo business. Yeah, because I have a bunch of, like, old um, local, like, CDs and stuff at my house that are just, like, bands that were out whenever, I, you know, back in, like, 04, when I was in, in high school. And like, and I just have all these random CDs, like Pain Relief and some other ones. So, I'll, I'll throw down twenty bucks, put some value if you send it to me. If we find like, it, we will, everything. man. I'm absolutely. No, no, all his stuff, all the local. Oh stuff yeah, yeah. Oh okay. Like yeah, everything. I'll throw this twenty bucks on the table. I want all of that. Okay. Which? Hey. Yep, I can do that. I don't exactly know how I'm going to send it to you guys because it's in my hand. Well, Jonathan can Venmo that. can school you up yeah, on I'm like that. Venmo's so. Cash App. He's the man with that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, um, kind of did not think that all through, but I have twenty bucks here. Cool. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out something. <laughs> we'll figure it out some way, you know. I so, physically have it. I'll tell you that. Uh, like moving forward, um, is is are you more focused just on like the artwork stuff, or are you just are you kind of just putting tentacles out in every? every aspect and just seeing kind of what, what works. I mean, as far as music versus physical art or anything else. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm really passive now when it comes to my music playing, like I'll be sitting there watching like invented Anna, inventing Anna or some other Netflix show and just going through scales on my ukulele, just sitting there playing Freebird over and over again, <laughs> like working on vocals for that. That's a fun song to sing. But again, I hate doing it. I'm not going to do it for these people. That's that's something yeah. I'm I'm having to learn. I I just now got back into a band after. Hollis. Yeah, I haven't been in a band in fourteen, fifteen years. But uh, trying to re just learning how the interaction is to be in a band. It's it's fun, man. It's it, I think it's a lot more fun now as an older person, and I kind of understand that it's it's a 
business. Whereas in my early twenties, it was just like, let's fucking party our balls off. And eventually someone will just pay us a bunch of money. Right. That's how it works. I, yeah. Like that, that's the kind of the attitude we had too with Plaid Rabbit. And I was like the odd man out because I never really partied that much. I literally play the show and go home and sleep because I'd just be exhausted after, after the show. But yeah, that really was the way we treated it back then. And uh, now it's, now they're doing great. They all have kids and I'm in Stillwater making comics. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> yeah. We'll make but you yeah, happy. I'd say, uh, I would say like I'm more doing the visual stuff. I, I even in 95 when they had the career day that second grade year, I even said I was going to be a comic book artist. And as I grew up, I kind of, that kind of, I remember he saying that I was thinking like, well, I could start doing that now, but instead of the book, just, you know, put it on Instagram. So yeah, I'm a comic artist. I don't mind saying that at all. And I, the artwork up here, it's, it's especially even in Oklahoma city, you get a lot of clubs. Like yeah. they want you to get together, do some classes. You got to pay them like 70 bucks or 30 bucks and like five bucks for class. And I know in high school, I didn't get along with art teachers. They did not like me. Um, I can be a little arrogant. So yeah, they're not, they're not the biggest fan of me. That's why I never really went further than that in, in college. But well, yeah. um, if, if, uh, do you do work with bands like if you're like postering or anything like that? Like if someone wants to reach I would out, love to. Okay, um, how? What's the most convenient way for them to reach out to you if uh, if they if 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 that's something that they want? I mean, is this Instagram only, or are you on any other socials yeah. or whatever? Yeah, I'm I mean, doing it. Just uh, not Wade's Art Days. You can contact me at not Wade's Art Days at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, I would. I would love like. There's one I would love to talk to Hans because she did a great Joker fan fan art thing. Yeah, I'd love to talk to her about. Actually, she did ours our art too. Yeah, um, actually, yeah, she, I wanted yeah. her to do it after seeing that Joker picture. I'm like, that's pretty I, fucking yeah, good. I, but it's, <laughs> odd. it's odd. I am like seventy percent sure I met her because the last time I was in the city to see a show, it was Mary Walker's with Psychotic Reaction. Uh-huh. And uh, I tried to make it a like a two for a trip where I, I went down there during the day to do something. And at night I would stay there and watch them. And I went down there to get my eyes checked because, as you can see now, I guess I can come out and say this. I wear glasses now because I, I found out, especially at that show, that I am blind as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt so bad because I, I cause Hans, I, I believe she was uh, she's she's dating Nolan. And I just like way I way I saw her. She was the girl that stood next to Nolan. And I think she smiled at me. I can't know for sure because again, blind as a bat, and it was dark. <laughs> and uh, and was one thing that really kind of just made me feel like just an asshole was when she was on your guys' show. I didn't realize she was the guitarist. Well, oh, yeah, one know, of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm an arrogant asshole. I just automatically assumed that the girl was playing bass. And I was completely wrong on that. So I'll publicly say, I'll put some value down on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought she played bass. Let me. I mean, if you want to keep throwing money at us, I'm not going to say no. Some more value on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hans is cool, man. When she was on the show, um, I was really surprised because they broke out an acoustic set. And uh, they're very much a a rock and roll punk rock band. So I was kind of curious to see how it's going to go. And, and man, they, they hit a point where every one of them was playing a different chord structure at a different point on the guitar and it all fit together. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking good right there. Yeah. 
Oh, they're they're fun. Like I actually heard about them from uh, their neighbor, their next door neighbor flipped out about them. Like this is broadcast radio. His name's Stephen. I won't say his last name. His name's Stephen, yeah, but he calls me yeah, brother we... all the time. And, Jesus, he won't <laughs> shut his mouth. <laughs> you're like the coolest. You're like this '90s thing. I'm like, okay, Stephen. Okay, Stephen. Let me listen to. Uh, him. I, I think I hung out with Stephen last night. <laughs> you hung out with Stephen one. Clark? I think so. I think that that. that oh, was you guys playing Magic Gathering? With... No, <laughs> no, no. There's about he's famous for. The last like one of the few times I saw him, he was at a Magic the Gathering tournament. And of course, he was like, I remember him being there at this uh, this game shop since he was. Oh yeah. Oh. So. All okay. Right. Well, so, we got crashed there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we well, Hans and and Broadcast Radio is kind of where we were at, and uh, right. with that artwork and um, is um. I don't really have a, a question. I think I forgot where we dropped off. God damn it! <laughs> oh, Stephen Clark. So you hung out with Stephen oh. Clark. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it was. Uh, yeah. Is he in? A, he's in a band, right? I don't believe so. No. Okay, maybe it's a different Stephen. It might be a different. No, oh. different Stephen. Different Stephen. Oh, I met a guy named Stephen that was like that. Hungs out with like a lot of those people. So, but I don't oh. know that guy. I don't know. I don't know. Not that one. Then oh, tell that one. I said hi. I mean nothing bad about him. <laughs> One that told me about Bluegrass Radio, love them to death, eat shit. <laughs> but uh, of course, I kid. If I, if I meant it, I'd put twenty bucks down. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something I made friends with. I, I love them to death, and if I'm going to get the chance to say something, I love you guys. I really do appreciate the time you spent with me, and uh, I hope to see you guys at Norman Music Festival. I'm gonna try to get out there. I'd like to see Broadcast Radio and Psychotic, all the bands we've had on. I'd like to show some support, but it's when you kind of know how the behind the scenes of that is being ran. It's hard to want to go out and spend money on something where the fucking talent's not even getting paid. But that's a different, that's a different thing. It's, it's more of like the whole exposure thing. Like even like if you want, I do, it's like, I actually zooming this as well. This is my nice little handy recorder, which I did with, um, which that's when I, uh, I did a podcast with my niece. It's what I use. And I just, every time I do one of these interviews, I make sure to record it. But if you go out and like, do like a whole this American life bit, like you're walking around with the recorder, like I'm at this place and hey, what's going on, y'all? Yeah, what do you got yeah. to say yeah. about this? Like, yeah, I have a yeah. I have a portable recorder that's similar to that, but it's it's yeah. an older We're, version. Oh, you guys, you can take that. You get good five episodes out of it. Just walking around, you can bank those episodes in and just like take some weeks off. It's and well, <laughs> it's like Norman Music Festival, is such a big it is all, all up and down Main Street, man. It's it's fucking. I played, I played it one year. It was fun. The year we played it, uh, the sword played. So it's cool to say, like, I opened up for The Sword and also Electric Six. That's one of those cool things I could say that. Of course, you know, it was a festival. Everyone was there. Yeah. But I could put that on my resume. I they can look it up. They probably don't know who The Sword is. In, in this, uh, the entertainment world, not really. I don't, I've, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be asking for resumes. They want to see your work. <laughs> they just take your word for it, really. Right? <laughs> the only thing I know about entertainment world is uh, don't talk bad about Will Smith's wife. <laughs> All is well. Which is fun because, uh, like, I like the joke I came up with that was him saying, like, keep my wife's mouth out of your or keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And I'm like, well, keep your wife's mouth out of other guys. Yeah. What I would say to the guy, keep but, other guys out of your wife's he, mouth. Yeah. But, uh, he you can know, what? Slap my alien <laughs> fighting ass. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I would love to get slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> then he got an Oscar and a standing ovation. Oh, Fuck dude, yeah. What a. F- Fucking <laughs> clusterfuck. Okay, see, this is this is me dating it, and I was really afraid of doing that. Talk about some current events. That's 
Now, if you go back, you have to explain what Will Smith did because hell, he might cure, cure cancer in a few years. Uh, I, you know, I don't see that happening. Most of the Hollywood Some actors and actresses legally uh, eh. have some good power. They can they can make people disappear. There's some magic with those wow. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll put twenty on that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people with a lot of money can make a lot of problems go away. <laughs> right here, another twenty. Scientologists and magical. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, man. We'll find a way to somehow get that money to from you to us. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go through the, doesn't go through the, the phone the all that cash. easy. <laughs> but I really do appreciate it. I, I uh, love being on. If you guys ever need anything from me, hell, I'll take my recorder and get some bits for you. Oh, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we, we crossed paths here. I appreciate the donation, too, man. That um, uh, That's basically what we're bringing in and it helps pay for the hosting and stuff as of now we're 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 kind of exploring our options now we've been doing this for a year and we kind of got a better foundation so we're we're going to be looking at better options to grow in this year and definitely going into next year so thanks for coming on thanks for thanks for being part of the ride man everything i wanted to say like that is exactly it i'm better options better way of doing it putting some money value into it but yeah thanks i really uh Got a lot of inspiration from you guys. I really do appreciate it. Very cool, man. And, uh, I appreciate it. I'll uh, we'll definitely we'll tag you on everything. This was a week out, so it'll actually be okay. The yep. Tuesday after the yeah, because there will be an episode we put out yeah uh, on yeah, Tuesday. Right. Tuesday. Okay. That's, that's the perfect. previous yeah, last like week, and then and then follow. So as a fan of the show, I hate saying this. I'm going to skip this episode because I don't want to <laughs> listen to myself talk. I don't hard. I listen to our episodes <laughs> one time after Jonathan edits it. I listen to it. I, and yeah. that's it. Like, I listen. I listen to it that. while I'm editing, like, and then I listen to it in the car once, and then after that, I don't go back and listen. I, I we were that here. I recorded with Platter Rabbit. Yeah, I listen to the car. <laughs> we were sure here did. the whole time, man. Yeah, yeah I threw twenty bucks down and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wade, uh, thank you so much. Um, we'll. Uh, see you up the road, man. Uh, and if we have an artist that's looking for artwork or billing or anything like that, we'll definitely throw your name in the hat, man. All right, perfect. Thanks. I really do. I really do enjoy it. And I, again, I make awesome shirts, as you can see. So if you guys are interested in making some shirts, let me know. Um, uh, screen printing is definitely on the options for um, uh, what we're doing here. We just haven't figured out exactly which way we want to go with it. <clears throat> but you know, that's we'll figure something out. Yep. Wade, appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks, guys. All Thank right. You. We'll Have see you, man. All right. All right. Well, we had our show here with Wade Ed Stanley. He's an artist out of Stillwater, Oklahoma. Artist, musician, kind of all-around creative mind. Seemed like a pretty cool guy. Um, he's donated to the show. With, uh, if we finds a way to get that money that he was talking about to us, I'd pay for our hosting for the whole month, I think. Right, right. <laughs> so why don't you uh, run through the value for value system? Let them know how they can help us out if, if they like our content. Okay. Uh, so the local earshot podcast, we are a value for value podcast. What that means is that uh, people can donate with their time, their talent or their treasure. Uh, so with their time, you know, whenever people listen to the show, when they share it with people, go on Facebook, uh, kind of uh, involved in the community, you can, um, if you like the page, then you'll automatically get um, an invite to join the artist um, 
uh, network, which on there, uh, a lot of uh, different artists that have come on the show, they actually mark their shows and, and, um, and give updates on what they're doing and all that kind of stuff. So we've been working with them on that. We do shares on there um, that, about shows that we know that are coming up from them. Uh, and then, uh, other than that, uh, you know, other things like, um, what Wade was talking about, like, uh, like that, oh, well, I could, I could, you know, submit some content, like, uh, like field stuff. Well, um, I mean, content that if you have content out there and you want to submit that, that's kind of how, you know, a listener could give their talent, you know, um, other ways is that they could help create cover art or like other different types of things for the show. Uh, even t-shirt ideas, things like that, that we're trying to come up with, uh, music t-shirts for Oklahoma. So, um, and, and other things, you know, for our, our so we can sell to actually raise more money for the podcast. Uh, and then the other way is that you can go to the local and there'll be a tab and it'll say donate. Uh, you can tap on that and then, uh, under it, we, we take Cash App, Vitmo, uh, we're adding subscriptions, uh, but we have to come up with like names and all that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of different podcasts have different kind of rules on that. So, um, so I mean, the goal is basically that we want to try to keep this as, value for value as possible um and and not bring in outside like advertising and stuff but we we are open to sponsorship so if you're a venue or you're like a a music business uh then you can reach out to us and if you give a certain amount of um of donation which we uh, would come up with then an agreement of what we would do for you then um then we will actually like do a either a pre sponsorship or after the show um before an episode just talk to us and, and I'm going to put feelers out too. I'm sure I want to keep it local. Yeah. You know, that's definitely, that's definitely lo- local in Oklahoma. Um, and I mean, but we will be expanding at some point, but I mean, but right now we're trying to keep it as most local as possible. So one year in. Yep. Not too bad. No. Yeah, whatever. You about ready to wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Let's go smoke this bowl. All right. Cool. <clears throat>